Bemaffling Ballads from Bifton, Episode 5. So not all is well in paradise, as our boys have made their way to an art museum, summoned two dogs to life, made a complete mess of the floor. They were able to meet some contacts who are affiliated with Claritas Security. These affiliates were able to additionally help with a distraction, allowing Seeker to interrupt a very important conversation and give Barry some much-needed invisibility. Trying to pickpocket him, right? Yeah, you're going to roll a slide of hand to pickpocket. And uh, Moe's helping. Moe's got you. Oh, so I got advantage? Advantage. 31 slide of hand. 31 slide of hand. Okay. As you get closer, it's a weird sensation. To the right, you hear Seeker prattling on about otters and about Mm -hmm. cottages, and it's just, it just, it's getting weaker and weaker. Like, this is more and more bullshit. Um, In front of you is Lucian, his tail hanging out, and his tail sort of swaying left to right. Every once in a while, it moves his coat, and you're just waiting for the right time for it to move, and you sneak in and grab it. Um, he's having a very quiet conversation with the person next to him. And the person next to him has this old, frail voice. Well, I don't understand who this boy is, but he sure is making a fool of himself trying to dress that way. Does he not think we can't see? And Lucian just says, what are you talking about? You're more focused on the key card. So you wait for the right moment. You slip in. Two fingers on the key card. You pull it, you realize it's on a lanyard. So as you're pulling it, you're pulling it and the string. <laughs> oh, no. Hurry. Do you have a, do you have a knife? <laughs> I like to think I'd like look back and see this lanyard stretching out. Of its- <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no. With that 31, though, what and the way I'm going to say the help action works is that for some reason you didn't ever think to look at this cane or really investigate this cane. But Mo knows a cane sword when he sees one. And Mo sort of leans forward and reveals to you that this cane... Oh, his monkey tail? Mm-hmm. Again, just extended it's up. A, it's a cane sword. That's oh, help. I, That's uh, help right I, there. Yeah, I want, I want his help. I want to cut it. <laughs> so you cut the lanyard. And you have the cart. I got to go. <laughs> Fuck out of there. <laughs> passing thing you look to your left you could swear that this human is looking right at you which one the human the, to, the big human the big able the big, that was I thought he was coming for him well he took a step forward but you could swear that as he's taking a step forward he's looking down at you but he's not doing anything i'm going to like that there's a ghost under the bed but i still need to leave the room like i'm just going to keep going sure because i gotta I've, I've i've gone too far to turn back yeah this is yeah, this you just is keep it. moving. Nope, you got to keep moving. Nothing really comes of it, but it is a very eerie feeling to know that you're invisible, to do such an amazing sleight of hand, but to still feel seen. Yeah, it's not good. Now oh, the timer starts now. I I fell down. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I know the way to go. I um, uh, ouch, jeez, I gotta <laughs> go to my room and change my pants. I I peed, so I gotta go. <laughs> uh, and I'm just gonna run out to the second floor, down the stairs, and leave. So you can see. Can you see people who are invisible? Yeah, with your so you with see my this whole interaction where he gets the lanyard. What do you do as soon as he gets the key? Well, and so the story ends, of course, that he made it out, and uh, you know the um, anyway. Well, okay, uh, I'm like backing away, trying to get even with Barry, like walking wise as he walks past them. Is my thought. Uh, but it's all the forgery, actually. So who fucking cares? Am I right? <laughs> the uh, the person in the plague masks plague mask turns and looks to you, and says, "My dear boy, do you know how silly you sound?" <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> a bit, <laughs> a bit. Well, why don't you leave the adults to it? And I'm sure we'll see you again soon. And she turns back around and just keeps talking with Lucian. Well, there's nicer ways to end conversations, I suppose, but um, I'll take the high road and fuck you. (laughs) I'm trying to whisper and then slip away. He's Um, a very bitter, sad man. uh, So you're you're backing away? Yeah. Right around the time you back away, Abel has now made it to right next to the Sphinx spot. And he's just staring down at you. You could swear you hear something in your mind. It's not the Oracle, though. What you hear is something to the effect of, today you're lucky. So he's talking in my mind. Who are you? You'll know soon. Well, my boss is going to hear about this. Mine too. Mm-hmm. Cool. I am going to back facing them, but backpedal out. Sure. Uh, yeah, Abel is staring seemingly at you both as you, as you walk away. Careful, if you stare too long, a hole will appear in your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Say that to him. I'm like squinting, trying to think in, of something. In telepathy? Yeah, in telepathy. Okay. <laughs> you see a small, just a, like most imperceptible smirk come over his face, and then he turns around and goes back to the corner. Barry, you and Seeker do notice, because you can't help but notice him. Jimmy has been escorted down to the second floor and is being escorted back to the front of the art museum. I'll, I'll awaken mine, Jimmy, and say to the lobby, to the elevator. All right. So you're going to stay invisible, Barry? I'm going to try to ride this out as long as I can. It may wear off. Up to before, one hour. But. So, uh, Seeker, as you are now making your way down the staircase, you can't help but shake this odd feeling of not only Oracle warning you of danger, but mm. of this human not just looking at you, but seeing you. seeing you and it's a very strange feeling and so you don't notice whenever Sonia and Brad the high elf and half elf who are helping y'all from Claritas sort of meet you on the second floor and they say okay well how did it go how did did everything work out okay what happened to your team oh my team yes yes and and uh, sorry who are you again are you friends of mine just walk with us. We'll pretend like we're leaving. Yes, well, I am leaving, yes. <laughs> I, I keep checking over my shoulder back towards that able guy, making sure he's not following me. You don't... Well, 
You don't really need to, do you? Oh, that's true. You're good point. My Although eyes. Although I think narratively that. that's cooler. Yeah. <laughs> that maybe despite I am. the fact that you can see 360 degrees, you can't help but look over your shoulder literally. They start walking on either side of you. Barry, I'm sure you can just avoid them if you want to. Yeah. The high elf is going to lean in and she's going to say, I'm Sonia. And I am a consultant with Claire's right. Security. Sonia, oh yes, just don't worry. We have the we have the goods. We're good to go. We're moving. Okay, okay. Do you know how to access the vault? Well, I know. Oh my gosh! Why? You, you need the key card, right? What else is there? Yeah. So uh, the vault is several floors down. Sure. You know this this tower goes all the way to the ocean floor. Man, that's pretty far, I guess. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I've never been down there. I don't know. You prick. Brad goes, yeah, Sonia, he's never been down there, obviously. Yeah, Brad. Thank you, Brad. Yeah, you're welcome. I assume you're the boss because you get it. Uh, no, Sonia says. She says, look, none of us have bosses. Vernon asked us to come and help y'all. I have a boss. <laughs> Do you just about- stare blankly <laughs> forward yeah. and say I'm that? thinking about Oracle. <laughs> you hear a... Like, yes. Thumbs up. I like to think of her as like a Christopher Nolan Blair. In yes. My head. Um, I think you said that. At Sorry. all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so Sonia starts to say, look, yeah, so the base of this fucking monstrosity goes all the way down to the ocean floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. The vault is literally hanging just below the turbines that power this thing. There are turbines that are being powered by the energy being pulled from the earth. Sure. Okay. It's always turbines in these situations. Very familiar. It's geothermal energy. Sure. It's just being pulled from the ground. And the vault is down there. The yes. vault is literally hanging almost by a thread from this generator room. Mm. You're going to have to work your way down at least two shafts of elevators. Although we haven't been down there. Mm. I'm just giving you all the information we were able to find out. Sure. We need you to cover for us. You know, watch our backs as we get in there. Well, that's where we're going. Okay. Are you headed to the lobby? We are going there right now, Z's. Great. Well, we will meet you down there. Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> so they're going to branch off, hang about for a bit. Barry, you should make better friends. Not very good conversationalists. They are no friends of mine. Oh, good. Jimmy, back at the front, you find yourself with... Two sphinx bots standing on either side of you, each holding a mastiff. That same valet at the very front who greeted you before, saying, Uh, well, listen, uh, Prince, Sir, Lord of the Royal Flame, Mm. uh, I didn't realize you were going to be bringing dogs in here. That's highly irregular. (sighs) Tell me about it. Nobody else has ever done it before, and no one else probably ever will do it ever again. Oh. Yeah. Please don't, in the future, I'm not sure what they do in the city of Brass, but uh, please don't bring dogs to any more art museums. It's a bachelor party. You keep saying that. Do you know what a bachelor party is? Can you send a concierge to take my dogs to the arcade? Because I think they'd love it there and I'll I'll, uh, meet them there. I have to change. Listen, if you want to meet the receptionist in the lobby, I'm sure something can be arranged. Okay, great. Thank you very much. I'll see you tonight. Goodbye. Oh, okay. As you say that, a pod shows up. Uh, y'all get back in the in the pod, and you make your way down. Barry, you gonna stay invisible as long as I can? Yeah. 
Okay. I tip my I'll tip my hat when we're in the pod alone. Back to Siberian Tiger Tabaxi. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, where's Barry? He's here. Don't worry. I right, hit the button. Let's go. <laughs> uh, the mastiffs are going to come up to you, Barry, and start sniffing in the air. They're very confused. Mm. We're going to have to kill these dogs, Jim. <laughs> uh, whatever you want to do, I don't give a shit. We can let them off at the next floor. Let's just. I'll go plus one. Let's just let them off at the next floor. Yeah, I think I'll just wait for a stop. Where did the, you get these dogs? And just usher one of the dogs out. So okay, no, no, let them stay together. Let put them both out. All right. So the pod is going to drop up. you off right outside the Salarn Temple, which is like the nexus point of all the spheres and all the elevators that would take you down to the lobby. Mm. Yes, well, run free, my friends. Enjoy life. Yeah, yeah have a good one, fellas. Thanks. And Those just, are not your dogs, Jimmy? Those are my dogs. They uh, they are my dogs. <laughs> yeah, we'll head to the nearest elevator, I guess, to get back cool. to the lobby. Yeah, so you find a pool of elevators, and yeah, you're going to head down to the lobby. As you're heading down the elevator, uh, night has fallen, and the moon is shining over the ocean, and it's a moment of calm that y'all haven't experienced in the past few minutes, as it takes just a few minutes for the elevator to descend. Barry, did you happen to get an odd look from that Oh, also, just as a reminder, there is a sphinx bot with a turtle face in the elevator. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care about that (laughs) guy. Yes, Barry, did you get an odd look from that human, that large able man? He he had quite a piercing gaze, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes, I think he did see me. How odd, and yet he did nothing to stop the incident. It could be a problem. Could be a problem, but I, f- I don't know. He could be uh, some kind of outlier that we don't know about. He might be the blackmail. Yes, he might blackmail us. Hey, Barry, how long can you hold your breath? Forever. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Do you want to uh, make a bit? No, man. I want you to hang out in the bag. Get in my bag, There's Barry. time not moving your bag? No, the time is... F- Normal. No, you just have to be able to hold. There's no air in there. Well, I see no issue with this. We could uh, smuggle you in. With with Mo? If you want. All right, yeah. There's a gun in there, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't step on the gun, Barry. You can load it. Well, that's cool. You can this live a in a cool bag of holding. Feature. I like this combo. It just occurred to me. I want to yeah, do it. That's fun. Um, but yeah, your total weight will account for the total weight that the bag can carry. But you will have yeah. your own pocket dimension dedicated to you. Mm-hmm. And then he can pull you out whenever he wants. Great. Interesting. All right. You make your way to the lobby. Down in the lobby, it is much quieter. It's darker, but there's still there are lights on. There's people mulling about. There's no more ships coming in. And there are about half, even fewer, receptionists at the desk. Uh, and as you come out the elevator, you see a frog-headed sphinx bot. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, anything I can help you with? Uh, what, what do you want to help us with? Well, I mean, it's just late at night, and there's so much to do, but you, you came down to the lobby. Most people, oh. you know, are... Or right. needing something when they come that, down. Right. Mm. That makes sense. No, just on a long... We wanted to see... Uh, yes. the. We wanted to... Right. We were trying to go from the... Very, we just came from the very top, yes. and we wanted to go to the very bottom. Well, you made it. You're here at the lobby now. Well, but it goes lower. 
Oh, sure. I mean, the structure itself goes lower, but that's not for guests. You don't want to go down there. Uh, oh, but but where would we go for that kind of thing? You wouldn't. Well, you, we're, no, we're not. But where would we go? Where do you go for Where it? would you go for that kind of thing? To go? We're, we're not. Yeah, I we're know. not. You're not allowed. Yeah. No, you don't want to go down there because it's... Yeah, uh, we're, it's, we're not. It's pretty dangerous, honestly. <laughs> we, no, but you do. Where, but where, if you were going, where would you If you wanted to go, where would you go down there? I would go down through uh, the service elevator. Right. right. I'm going to check our map. <laughs> <laughs> strangely enough. It's not on So there. you just bust out a map in the middle of this conversation? <laughs> uh, strangely enough, the service elevator is not shown on the general public map. Yeah, maybe the kids' map will have it. Is it on the kids' map? Uh, well, did y'all get the kids' map from Barry? I wanted one of each. I'll reach in. Oh, never mind. <laughs> you reach into his bag <laughs> and tell him to think of Barry. And he's like, what, what are you doing? Say, say. Never reach into another man's sack. The kids' map does have a sign that says employees only. Uh, and it also has a baggage yeah. elevator on uh, the perfect. southeastern side of the lobby. Well, well, since we won't be doing that, but we will be doing something else, my friend. So it's good talking with you, and we're going to go <laughs> Is there anything away. I can help you do? Uh, well, no. There's... No, I don't... Do you need something from the kitchen? Jim, do you want something from maybe another cheeseburger? Can you get me a double cheeseburger with yeah. bacon from the kitchen? Yeah, why don't you make sure that you get us uh, 23 cheeseburgers for us? <laughs> uh, why don't you go do we're that? We're having a bachelor party. We need cheeseburgers. Right. Yes, he's, he's getting married, the old... Old uh, chum and I will be getting married eventually. Yeah, we're having a bachelor party. The two of you are getting married? No, um, no, no. It's undecided. It's I unclear. Actually, it could be him. Could I don't be have a. Uh, I'm not engaged technically, but but, I, so but you I'm, are having a bachelor party. I'm having a bachelor and party because I'm 20, a bachelor and I am having a party. I think 23, 23 cheeseburgers though he will need. Do you want the twenty three cheeseburgers to go to your room? No, we want it out here in the lobby. Okay, uh, I can set up a table for you. Yeah, why don't you do that? <laughs> Okay, I, uh, I just... We'll need 23 chairs. <laughs> well, I'm afraid... Uh, we can just go to the restaurant. It's right there. No, I think I'd rather, <laughs> I think I'd rather eat in the lobby. It's 50 feet away. I was quite clear about that. No. Well, sir, I'm, I'm afraid I have to keep the lobby itself sure, clear. Sure, sure. But also, I want to eat here. So, I don't know how you'll have to just, fix that situation, <laughs> but you have to figure something out for The Bachelor. When everybody gets here. We'll say, hey, we're here. And then you take the table out and you put out the 23 chairs yeah. and the 23 burgers. We'll be ready to go. Right, we'll be ready. So we'll be, we'll come back and we'll be ready for those 20. Why don't you wait in the restaurant sure. and then we'll, once the 23 cheeseburgers, yeah. double then, cheeseburgers with bacon? Double cheeseburgers. That's right. That's my favorite kind of burger for everybody. And it's his bachelor party. It's so. my party. My bachelor I, party. I got it. Okay, right. fantastic. So why don't you wait in the restaurant? Yeah. We'll right. get started on that. And we'll, we'll, we'll go wait in the restaurant just after I have a smoke. Okay, uh, just smoking is going to be right outside. And he All points right, great. Thanks. to See a ya. balcony just outside. Oh, great. Go. All right, we're going to go out to the balcony. Yeah. Close the door behind us. Yeah, and this balcony, it's right next to the dock, so you can hear the waves lapping underneath y'all. It's a moon. It's a uh, cloudless night, and the full moon is out. And uh, it's a beautiful night, Seeker. Yeah, it's not bad. I've spent a lot of nights like this alone, you know? That's too bad. I suppose I haven't had much companionship either. Yeah. Come to think of it. Oh, that's not true. I have my best friend, but I don't talk about her much. I got my best friend too, Mo, but he doesn't say anything. Mm. Yes. You hear from the bag? Well, I can't really 
I mean, okay, he talks. Whatever. He's just, he does, he's such a yes man. Mm, of course. <laughs> well, he is a robot, I suppose. Yeah. You built. I don't know. How are we going to get past him down to the, the middle elevator? Well, I have, a, <sighs> I have an idea. Bear Sorry, with what? me. What? Um, I was inhaling my cigarette. You what? couldn't hear me because you were inhaling a cigarette. That's right. I see. It was a good smoke. It's a good drag. Okay, well, here's my plan. I'm going to I'm gonna boom, boom you with some invisibility. Myself. Oh, shit. I will yeah. change my appearance yet again into something more sphinx body. You need to be invisible. Wait. No, I can only do that once. Oh, okay. Barry's in the sack. Barry's so in the sack. you make me invisible. Great, great. Correct. That's yeah. my... I, that's, what do you think? Yeah. Oh, all right. What do you do? I take my. I'm gonna look around for anyone to notice. Give me a perception check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, there's, there's nobody around. Okay. Gonna uh, seeker. You could hold your breath mm. in the bag with Barry. Mm. No, I don't. I'd have to dump everything out. I don't right think I. No, I think I'm going to do this plan. Okay. Compared to that plan. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm not very. I'm not very strong, you know, in the lung department. So. Nope. Sorry. I'll close the bag, put it on my hip. You're gonna make me disappear. Yep. I cast it on you. All right. I'm invisible now. All right. Here we go. And I'll tip my hat and turn into Sphinx Spot. That looks like an eagle. I head toward the service elevator. That I can tell from the child's map. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you walk back in. You're in a black form-fitting suit, turtleneck, eagle head. You hear that same sphinx spot with the frog head go, Oh, oh, sir, uh, I, I wasn't aware that Mr. Flametongue was, was around. Uh, is everything okay? I look at him meanly <laughs> and say, Not now. Not now. On the eastern wall of the lobby, it's completely lined with these reception desks. And behind those desks are doors that lead somewhere. This is the employees-only doors. And then on the southeastern part is a door that is labeled baggage elevator. So that is a separate elevator for, it's a service elevator, basically. Yep, I'm going to head there. Let's do it. Okay. At this point, it's, you know, confidence. I gotta, I gotta look like I know what I'm doing. <clears throat> so you walk behind this door, and the area that you enter into is very different. It is brightly lit, and everything has a chrome finish with echoing hallways. Everything is sort of metallic. Mm. The air is sort of stale and still and kind of warm. It's almost as if there's no AC back here. And you walk through this doorway. You can see to your left a long hallway, to your right a long hallway. And in front of you is a big elevator. I mean, it's uh, easily 10 foot, by 10, 10 foot wide by 10 foot tall mm. with a sliding uh, grate in front of it. And this is a service elevator. And there are signs all over detailing what to do with guests' personal items all announcements that would be made to service staff. But you quickly deduce that this elevator is not just for carrying baggage. It's also a direct uh, line down. So it doesn't only go up, it goes down as well. Okay. And there are big hand trucks and dollies and carts meant for moving heavy objects 
all lined up on the wall on either side of the entrance to the elevator. Okay, I'm going to grab one of those carts and then go into the elevator. So yeah, you push a button, The you hear this, and it unlocks, and the elevator door is open. So you push the cart into the elevator, you're following in, another buzz, the door shuts, you see a series of buttons, uh, and they list almost all of the spheres. Obviously the ninth one is missing, and it says guest vault, and then it says underneath that service entrance and slash exit. I'm going to the guest vault. Is that was that from? I mean, did he mention multiple vaults? You left the lobby before you could meet up with the other two people. Oh, I meant uh, Vernon. Yeah, Vernon just mentioned the vault. The two people, Sonia and Brad, had mentioned that the vault is at the very bottom. We can go there and see see what to do from there. We don't have any way to communicate with them. Yeah. With, with who? Those people that we were going to meet, but we blew them off. Yeah, I forgot about that. They their, definitely uh, gave one of y'all a speaking stone. Oh, they gave Barry a sending stone. We could open up the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, do you know where we're Barry, can we, we're do you going? know how we can talk I to those weirdos? Pass up the stone. Ah, oh, thank you. Like, oh, man, <laughs> that's great. Okay. Uh, you talk to him. Hello, uh, come in, Eagle. This is Condor. Um, excuse me, who is this? Oh, it's... It's, um... <laughs> the fuck is my name for y'all? Uh, oh, it's Jack that, Johnson. You hear Brad? Hey, I know that voice. Ah, Brad, my old friend, of course. Yeah, what's up, John? Yes, um, hello, John here, yes. We're, do you know where we're going? To the guest well, where vault. where are y'all? We were supposed to meet in the lobby. Well... Ch- plans change. Cover our rear. We're going to the guest vault. We don't know where you're going to the guest vault? Which other vault should we go to? You should go to the casino vault. You what? should go to the main vault way down below. The guest vault's only one floor below. How do we get there? Well, the elevator can take you a certain way, but, you know, they they don't really have much need of people taking service elevators down to the, very, to the generator room. But just be careful because there's... Twer- Room. Don't. Room. Copy? No, not at all, Brad. Repeat it. Say it again. But you said... There's a room. Careful. (laughs) Guest vault rigged. Uh, um, Hmm. Service entrance slash exit. It's service. We got to go to service, and from service we can find whatever. We'll go there. Let's try that. All right. We'll do that. So you push service slash exit, and the elevator door proper shuts, and the elevator starts going down. It's going down pretty fast, but it goes for a while. And uh, your ears start to actually pop a bit as you keep going down, down, and farther down. That's a good sign. Oh. Owie. <laughs> Owie. Uh, the elevator stops, and the door opens, and you're immediately hit with a wave of heat and steam, and this noxious gas. Um, this is a shitty hotel. Oh, the heat's fine. Ah, yeah. yeah like anybody that. without uh, resistance to fire is going to suffer from this, but y'all two are both fine. Tiefling in a fire. Oh, you're fine. oh yeah, well, cool. Hey. <laughs> and you're in a bag. <laughs> All right. Um, it's a bit warm, but not fuck bad. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is uncomfortably warm, but, you know, it, cool. It's fine for y'all. You guys are okay. 
you come to a hallway that, uh, again, it's like darker chrome. You are now in a much larger, what looks like a, almost like a factory. It's a very large room. There are gears turning. There are uh, cylinders that are spinning. And this is sort of the beginnings of the powerhouse of this uh, entire resort. It's what's causing the entire resort to spin and turn. Mm. Um, But because it's all Sphinx bots that work here, there's no circulated air. The fumes from the underground that are coming up are noxious. So um, you guys are having kind of a hard time breathing right now because it's so Mm. heavy industrial fumes. And there's just a haze everywhere. So, and it's also very loud. Okay, uh, I'm going to cast Aura of Vitality. Okay. So, it's concentration. Healing energy radiates from you in an aura with a 30-foot radius. Until the spell ends, the aura moves with you, centered on you. You can use a bonus action to cause one creature in the aura, including you, to regain 2d6 hit points. That's good. Because for every 30 minutes, you're going to take three damage from the toxic air. I don't think so. Not with my aura. But it also is pretty dark down here, which again, isn't too bad for the two of y'all. So the elevator exits and uh, you basically have a large, it's like 50 by 50 room to choose from where to go. You can head straight across through all the mechanical workings. You can head left through a series of double doors. You can head right through a series of double doors. What do you say? You're the betting man. Jim, where should we go? Well, how much do you want to bet? Probably our lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are the biggest stakes I've had yet. Uh, no, that's not true. I bet my life many times. All right, let's say left, 100 gold, right. Left or right, you call it. Who's ever right wins 100 gold. You said, what do you say? Um, we can also go straight. Oh, uh, open the bag. Barry, you want to take straight? They'll give you a one, one, two, three to two odds. Hey, what are my other options, though? Left or right? Oh. Uh, what's going on, actually? What's happening? <laughs> As really... he opens the bag, just this wave of hot oh, air oh, comes into the bag. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Barry. It feels like somebody just opened you up into a dry Close the song. bag, guys. Close it up. <laughs> All right, clo- I'll close Sorry, the bag. Babe. I don't care. Left. Let's go left. As you head towards the left set of doors, Seeker... How long? It just lasts your disguise, right? An hour. Fantastic. But it's at will. I think I can just keep doing it. Yeah, that's probably fine. (laughs) Um, You do notice a few Sphinx bots are working, and these Sphinx bots uh, have a more traditional look to them. Mm. Um, But they are, you know, pulling the crankshafts. They are greasing up the wheels. They are stoking some fires. And they they all turn and look at you, and they all stop what they're doing, and they all stand at attention. One of them says, uh, sir, sir it's, it's, I'm so sorry we didn't know that Mr. Flametongue was coming down here. Yes, yes, he'll be here any minute, so at, at ease and at attention, you know what I mean? Get get ready and all that. And I which, just start marching forward. Which is it, sir? As soon and very not soon. At the same time, you know how he is. All right, I'd get back to work now. Sir, why are you pushing a cart? Do you need us to help you? Yes, take this fucking cart away from me. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. And then I'll, I'm just going to start marching forward like I know where I'm going. Sure. And they're like, sir, do you, do, you, do you need us to prep the room for you? Yes, prep the room. Wait, don't prep the room. Don't prep the room. Do prep the room? Don't prep the room. Don't prep the room. Okay. 
He, uh, he hasn't eaten in a while, so I'm sure he's excited. Sure, he wants to check out the vault. Someone come with me and help me prep the vault. Oh, the vault's farther down, sir. All right, let's go do that. You, you're on me. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, we can go this way. That's fine. Sure. Uh, Lead the way. It's a quiz, pop quiz. Let's go. Uh, okay, sure thing, sir. Uh, it's awfully late. Is everything all right? No, he's pissed as hell, and he ain't going to take it anymore. <laughs> Well, that's no good. Uh, okay, so he's going to follow you, sort of, through these left doors? It's kind of like I'm waiting for him to lead the way, and I'm sort of walking next to him. like, Got it. You know, um, hoping he takes the lead. As he's walking forward, uh, you, he goes into this next room. It's another chrome-lined hallway, and uh, it's very long and narrow. It's about uh, 10 feet wide and about 60 feet long. This Sphinx bot stops and turns to the right, opens up a panel, and pulls a lever, and you hear a... Okay. All right, you can go. We can go ahead now. All right, lead the way, old chum. He's walking along. He gets near the end of the hallway. There is a door at the very end of the hallway and a door to the right. Uh, The door at the very end of the hallway says interrogation room Mm. up top, and the door to the right says staff elevator slash uh, vault access. Well, you've done a hell of a job, old chum. I'll go on from here. Uh, okay. Uh, you're you're going to need Mr. Lucian to get through that part. Oh, don't worry about that. All right, get back to work now. He'll be here any minute. He's mad, like I said before. <laughs> okay. This is all very unusual. Well, it's an unusual night. Full moon, you know. Why is that unusual? Well, I don't know. Just get back to work. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Bye. And, uh, yeah, again, I'll just try to storm off. Uh, I'm going to need you to make a dex check so that he doesn't bump into you as he's running away. Because he can't see you. Nine. Which uh, is another word for no. Yeah, that's another word for he turns to run away and he runs into something in the middle of the hallway. Uh, I'm going to try to dive out of the way and okay. like roll after he bumps. Just try to absorb it and move. Uh, give me a dexterity or acrobatics check. That would be a nine. <laughs> so uh, wow, 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 wow. not only do you get bumped into, you roll and run and roll right into the wall with a blang and all of a sudden, this Sphinx bot pulls out a pistol, and he goes, "Sir, sir, I think there might be somebody here." Oh God, it's ghosts! Oh <laughs> no, 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 don't fuck with them! No, sir, it's it's probably somebody, probably trying to be unnoticed. Sir, let me radio ahead. Hey, I tell you what, I put sir, my hand on his shoulder and cast Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> okay. uh, here we go. How does that work? That might be. Is that, con- is that a spell? Is that yeah. is that concentration? Well, yeah, might you, be. How many spell slots yeah, do you have? This is it. <laughs> You'll make a whiz save, I think. I don't think it matters with a nat 20. No, that's too bad. So he looks at you, his eyes narrow, and he takes a step back. Captain Abel, Captain Abel, we need you down uh, in the hallway by the interrogation room. And he just takes a random shot in your direction, Jimmy. I would like to use... I don't know if it's a reaction, just whatever I can do to open the bag to let out Barry it's, and It's Mo. an action. 
it's an action to open up, but like what we'll call this is a round. Okay. He has disadvantage on taking a shot. Okay. because uh, he can't see you, so he missed you. I'm gonna use my action okay. to open the bag like at him. So that the bag just opens and a uh Ergonasi appears out of nowhere, like right up in his business. So Barry's out of the bag. Oh. Barry's not invisible. As soon as I cast hideous laughter, you appear, by the way. Oh, invisibility's over anyway. So then you would not have disadvantage. So he wouldn't have had disadvantage. All right, go ahead. He would have hit you. He would have hit me. Fourteen damage, Uh, and yeah, he's now that he sees you, he's he's calling for help right now. Let's roll initiative. Uh, Hey, welcome to the Drip Gang. It's your old, stupid, lame, shitty DM, Jack, and I'm here to plug up a couple of drips. We're going to plug our own drips because we just haven't done it enough. So if you want to write to us, give us some accolades or some questions, write to us at fotpodcast at gmail.com, F-O-T podcast, gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at, at Fables on Tables, or we have a Reddit, r slash Fables on Tables. Hope you're enjoying the side session with Sam. And uh, I think we got a couple more episodes in us here before we're done. Sam, I don't know. What, you got a, you got some, some dripping and plugging for us? Hey, everybody. It's your new, fresh-smelling, <laughs> very welcomed DM here. Uh, it's, it's like opening up the window after just being a hermit for two years, getting a breath of fresh air here. It's like not being stuck in a shitty house. Yeah. 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 You get it. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit real right now, Jack. Got to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> sorry. No, I didn't mean your house. <laughs> really my my house. house does not have circulated <laughs> air. And Jackson knows this. No. Uh, yeah, I've got a I've got a few plugs for a few drips. Um, mostly uh, Nan Bozeman, y'all. She is a talented artist. She does uh, commissions. She does uh, UV body paint. She does live art on a Twitch stream uh, under her own name, uh, Nan Bozeman, but you can find her on Twitch at Nansom Drawing. You can fire, find her on uh, Instagram at Nansom Drawing and on Twitter, you guessed it, at Nansom Drawing. Uh, hit her up. She can do maps. She can do character designs. She can paint your murals. She can paint your body if you want it to be more blue. She can do that for mm. you. So hit up Nan Bozeman at Nansom Drawing today, tomorrow, whenever, because we're all at home right now. We all got time. How long does the body paint last? Uh, it's your choice. Usually she does UV body painting, and uh, it's at least a, about a day. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so it's UV light reactive. She's got a friend who takes uh, black light photo shoots, and she'll paint designs all over your body. Uh, you can check out all of those designs on Instagram at Nansom Drawing. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Check her out and uh, get painted today. Barry got an eighteen. It's twelve for Jimmy. Twenty-two. Righto. First up is Seeker the Stinker. Uh, yeah, I'll just do Eldritch Blast. 16. 16. That is just enough. Cool. And a 23 and a 24 to hit. Oh, you're hitting him three times? Yeah, I get three Eldritch Blasts. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So then it's going to do 15 force damage to this guy. 15 force damage. He reels from that 
Uh, but he's still standing, and it's Barry's turn. Bonus action. Next creature I see, I'm going to hit him. It's, all my damage is going to be force damage, and I'm going to deal an extra D8. That's my planner warrior. And then for my spell, I'm going to cast Zephyr Strike. Yeah, I'm going to take give myself advantage on this attack, and I get another D8 force damage hit. So this is all force damage, and I get 2 D8 on top. But first, you got to hit him. 26. I mean, that's to gonna hit. that's gonna hit absolutely. Great. 34 force damage. Nice. With I mean, my short sword. You you tell me how you kill this thing. I want to try to like uh, turn him into parts. You know, just like obliterate. He lets out a scream, but only for a moment, as you just slice him to ribbon. So it's like <laughs> fucking this poor guy up. All right, all right, quick, put it all in the bag. Put it all in the bag. Impersonate him. I would grab uh, the get the sending well, stone. stone. This is all happening in a six-second period. So. So still, we're still in initiative. Still in initiative because that was a loud shot in a very echoey place. What's going to happen next is the door at the end of the hallway opens, and what you see is another Sphinx bot investigating the gunshot and seeing his friend get fucked up. And he's going to reach over to the panel and pull that lever that was pulled earlier. And now the room is full of lasers. <laughs> oh, no. No. Uh, everybody give me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, I got an eight. Nat 20. Shit. Finally, 25. I can work with. First of all, Barry, lasers, you know what that's about. Uh, you just sort of backflip away. In an amazing show of acrobatics, Jimmy... You are just happen to be standing in the right position. And the lasers just form around you. Mm. And you feel like if you step really carefully, you can just get around them. Dang. The lasers. So, again, the hallway is a long, narrow hallway. Y'all are actually closer to the door that leads to the vault than the way you came mm. or the interrogation room. That's where we're going to be taken later. That's but, where they'll take us. So yeah. we should avoid it for now. <laughs> I love your optimism. <laughs> Seeker, 20 fire damage from lasers beaming into existence all around you. Jimmy, it'll be your turn. I'm going to cast Resilient Sphere. Okay. Sphere of Shimmering Force encloses a creature or object of large size or smaller within range. So um, I'll move up 10 feet, okay. if I may. Uh, it's going to be difficult terrain, but sure. So I'll use 20 feet to advance, 20 feet of movement to advance 10 feet to get within range to cast a spell. Okay. And I'll cast Resilient Sphere, so you will make a dexterity saving throw. A failed save. The creature is enclosed for the duration. It's up to a minute. Mm-hmm. Nothing. That's concentration. Not physical objects, energy, or other spell effects can pass through the barrier. The sphere does done did come up. Yeah. He rolled a, a four. So he's enclosed. With can a sphere. He, he can't do anything, and nothing can touch him, and he can't touch anything. He's stuck in a little sphere. Yeah, so, an enclosed creature can use its action to push against the sphere walls and thus roll the sphere up to half the creature's speed. Uh, yeah. But nothing can get through the sphere, so he's basically in a hamster ball. Yeah. Okay, well, I will then move five feet back. Yeah, I Towards mean, the vault door. I'm not trying to go up to him. I'm going to leave him in the in the sphere. Sure. Seeker, what do you want to do? I'm going to grab the sending stone yeah. that the dead body has. Yeah, I'm going to grab that and then head out the door. 
cool. to the vault. And it'll probably take the rest of your movement at difficult terrain to yeah. get to the door. But yeah, you can get to the door. Is can I can I also speak and do it? Do I have? Is do I have enough? It's an incidental. Yeah, I mean, it's a free action to okay. speak. So I, I guess the main ploy would be to speak, use a performance to try to mimic this guy from what I just heard. Okay. Okay. Cool. Oh, hey guys, sorry about that. Everything's fine down here. I just tripped the lasers. <laughs> Oops, you, you know me. <laughs> okay, bye. Give me that performance check. 23. There's a bit of a long pause. <clears throat> and you hear a familiar, a familiar deep voice say, Who is this again? I'm going to say, Oh, you know, it's crying. One of the OG sphinxes. He goes, <clears throat> Uh-huh. Okay. Lasers everywhere. Got it. Lasers. Yeah. <laughs> Got to go. Um, lasers. <laughs> all right. We'll send a group down just to check. No, lasers. <laughs> and uh, it'll it'll cut out. Yep. Fuck it. Well, we just need to hurry the fuck out of here. Yeah. That so, guy's frozen. They're going to find him anyway. We're yeah. like, the jig is up. We got to hurry. Yeah. Before they deactivate the card. At that point, I think we're, I mean, we're pretty much out of combat. Yeah, uh, what we'll say is that you guys are going to go for the vault. So you guys make your way through that door. There is a now a long staircase uh, leading down. The staircase is about uh, 10 feet wide, and it descends down uh, another 100 feet. Hmm. And it is completely dark here. I think we all have dark vision, right? Do Ganassi? Air Ganassi do not. Okay. Fire Ganassi are the only ones that got it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm running. I can see. I have a lantern. I can see. Uh, those who can see or have a lantern will notice that the staircase is slick with some sort of liquid or some sort of residue, but it, it basically, to your eyes, looks like oil or grease. When we get to the bottom of the stairs, light them. And getting to the bottom of the stairs is going to require a dexterity saving throw from all of you. 17. Okay. 20. I'm running, and I got a 7. <clears throat> so I'm just going to fall down the stairs. You're going to take six damage. And there is now a film of black substance on your robes and armor or whatever it is you're wearing. Hmm. Well, that can't be good. He gets to the bottom, or Seeker gets to the bottom first because he's falling. But uh, <clears throat> don't, don't light it yet. We're still coming down. The rest of you all make it down pretty well. Can I uh, just flare up some of my arm hair and, and light the stairs? Oh, yeah, because you're a fire genasi and you can just create flame. <laughs> well, his hair's fire. Yeah, I just... I, I mean, it's I've, not I, that volatile, otherwise I would think that would I could on only... Yeah, you can, like, sit in the chair. I think I can only focus enough of the heat in one spot to light a cigarette or, like, spark yeah, you, something. You got cigarettes, right? Yeah, I light my cigarette and... Uh, <laughs> Walks away slow motion, toss over the back. I mean, there we go. believe it or not, it doesn't work as well. But, yeah, I mean, you can create some flame... And, uh, yeah, I mean, the stairs are going to go up and they will ascend the staircase. And now it's, it's flamey. When you do that, I'm going to need y'all to make another dexterity saving throw as a wall of flame erupts from all the fumes that have now been ignited. This one's going to be important. Oh, I rolled an unnatural 20. 19. 19. Dex save. Um, that's going to be really good. Four. Good news for Barry, you see this fireball coming and you just sort of push yourself back through the door and you get through the door before the fireball hits you because you're a rogue and it's crazy. 
That'll be 30 fire damage, so uh, Mr. Jimmy, and 30 fire damage to you, but it's 15. Man, a 19 didn't pass? It was a 20, because the entire room is now engulfed in fire. Okay. But, I mean, the stairs are on fire, and now the walls are. Everything's on fire. Kind yeah. of a lot of things are on fire. That'll do. <laughs> uh, and I meant to mention, part of the reason why it was harder for you is because your clothes are uh, yeah. covered in oil problem solved got the oil off <laughs> yeah i mean you're you're singed um so here here's another question to consider the, i think it was a good move <laughs> the robes you have on do you think they have an hp oh i don't want to think about that i don't want to think about that i don't know that's your call magical items is it's a your robe of eyes mm-hmm. though it is they have an hp i don't know how much like, and the only reason I'm I'm saying is because they were, like, even though you were disguised, your robes would have gotten that oil bit on them, and they would have caught fire. But they're they're not gone. Mm-hmm. Just I'm gonna say that they took some damage, and your robes are a bit singed, and maybe where you could normally see in all directions, it's a little spotty here and there, as, okay. as some of the eyes have gotten singed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the room you enter into next is black stone room dull smooth stone there are four pillars in each corner of the room y'all are entering from the east side of the room each pillar in each of these corners resembles a cobra head the walls of the room and the ceiling of this room are all this black stone and it's not completely evident where to go right away once you enter this room No treasure? No big piles of treasure? No big trial piles of treasure. I'll do perception just to look for anything. I could stand out. Me too. 18. 18? Okay. Yeah. Uh, 20. 20. Nice. We'll start with Seeker. Seeker, the walls appear to be sort of smooth with no creases, but in the sort of northwestern wall, mm. sort of exactly opposite where you all have entered, you think you see uh, a slit in the wall away from the corner, indicating to you that there might be a panel over there. I'll point it out. And then, Jimmy, you see on the opposite side of the room, so like the northeastern side, you're pretty sure you see like a quadrant of a circle, sort of almost scratch marks on the floor, as if something has been pulled from one wall to another. It, it indicates to you that something's been dragged 90 degrees from one part of the corner. And like rotated. Mm-hmm. I will take out a patch that is a bullseye lantern. Nice. Just light up my lantern and head okay. that way. Sweet. Yeah, with that lantern. I mean, the lantern, the bullseye lantern just points it in one direction. So oh, is that, I was I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, so instead of an, a completely open lantern where it's shining in all directions, a bullseye lantern focuses I'm pointing, in I'm, flashlight. I'm pointing yeah. it at them. I wanted them to be able to see where I am. Oh, okay. Like, I don't want them to lose sight of me when I walk off alone to the well, other I side. Well, I have a regular hooded lantern. Yeah. If you want that. I, I was going to, I can watch the... Um, you want to trade lanterns? Yeah, we can trade lanterns, and right. I'll watch the entrance exit cool. while y'all explore the room. All right. Okay. What are you doing over on your side? I guess I'm just feeling around on this panel. This slit. 
Yeah. Uh, there is a slit, but like it's so narrow, you can't really get your fingers in there. Mm. You feel pretty confident that there's something here, but you can't quite make out what. Okay. Can I investigate it? Yeah. Not oh, great. 13. 13. So a 13, you can see that these slits are about five feet apart and they go up almost the height of the wall and they meet on the ground, but you don't really see any other distinguishing qualities. What do you got, Jim? All right, I'm checking it out. Uh, what's, what do I see? Well, yeah. What do I see? You going to investigate? Yep. All right, I will make sure Mo is out of the bag on mm-hmm. my shoulder. I'm going to ask him to help me. Sure. So, 21. Okay, awesome. Mo sort of hops down, lays flat in front of mm. the door, and sort of shimmies up, and he sort of motions that there are some gears that appear to be activated, and they seem to be connected towards the corner of the room. What Mo is indicating to you and what you're sort of figuring out at this wall is that whatever this mechanism is, you won't be able to pry the door open without just fucking breaking this shit, Mm -hmm. but that the activating mechanism is somewhere close by, like Mo's indicating the corner. Okay, I'll go check out the corner. Yeah, you are looking at this giant cobra head, one of four that's in the room. And it is, how tall is uh, Jimmy? Uh, five, six. Okay. It's about six feet off the ground, so it's it's kind of hard to get your head up there. Stamp and, on my tiptoes? Yeah, you're, you're, you're sort of looking around at it. And I'll let that, that investigation check carry. You see something inside of the cobra's mouth, and you're going to have to have, you're either going to have to climb up to get a better look at it, or you're going to have to have Mo go up there. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have Mo grab it. Okay. Are you sure you don't want me to do it? Why? I, I cast Mage Hand and create it. Oh, sure. Fuck it. Not injure your monkey, friend. Go for it. I'll send Look it in there you, to Carrie. try and grab. About monkeys. I don't care, but we need Mo. I can recreate him. I saw Mo save the day with the... Lanyard, so yeah, look out for Mo, he's handy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you mage hand up, uh, and what you feel it's it's interesting. You feel the mage hand sort of stop. There is something, there is like a small sphere of force that's keeping the mage hand from, from grabbing what it needs to. Hmm, it's anti magic. Is Mo magic? Mo's magic. I'm gonna use my hand. My non-magic hand. Good call. <laughs> I've only got one hand. Say goodbye to your old one. Good one. I'm gonna. <laughs> you're quoting. You're quoting our old comic where you threw a dog into a black hole. Is that oh. what I said? Yeah. Good. Say goodbye to your new yeah. one. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't believe you quoted that. It's uh, from something. Right? Oh, is it? Well, yeah. then I yeah, can yeah. believe you quoted that. I'm always that. <laughs> hacking. So you hack. All right. Uh, I'll reach up with my my hand, my real hand. Okay, yeah, there's this wall of force, but your regular ass organic hand seems to pass through it. Hmm. And there is a, uh, there's what feels like a lever. Okay, I'll pull it. Okay, cool. You pull this lever out from the wall and you hear a click and the ceiling starts to lower. Oh, good. You're supposed to push it in, not pull. And you hear 
a disembodied voice say, 10. And the uh, ceiling starts to lower. Oh, shit. I activate my ghost sight. So my big third eye turns like gray, and I can see through walls now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start looking around for any spot in the room. Sure. That will let me stand out. After you do that, you hear nine, and it gets lower. You're looking around, and first thing you notice is on the other side of this wall where Jimmy's at is a big old chest, and behind that big old chest is some really tall-looking bipedal statue. And if you look at the wall where you are, you see a small, like, very short hallway that turns left and goes down a staircase. Okay. You look around, and there's not really much else to see as far as through walls. So that's active now, right? Like, you can just... So so roll me a perception with that gaze going. 18. 18. Okay. Eight. And the ceiling is now lowering at a pretty rapid rate. Uh, But... It is 20 feet tall, so it's it's coming down, but it's it's making its way. Two feet per second. The, um, Barry standing at the exit entrance, is that closed off now? Uh, I mean, you're looking up the door? Because the door shut whenever y'all came in, I presumed. Are you opening up the door? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, as soon as that countdown started, the door shut okay. and locked. Great. Uh, so with an 18, you're looking around. You're looking for any mechanisms or anything yeah i mean inside each of these snake mouths is a lever i'm gonna start oh oh yeah i start pulling levers in the mouth yeah, let's each get to one of the other ones yeah all right okay. um i'll i'll pull out my magic carpet okay. from my bag and hop on and just go to the the lever that's furthest from everybody okay and yeah you're gonna use your non-magic hand i'm gonna use my magic Fuck, no, I can't use my... Yeah, I'll have to use my non-magic hand. Okay. Uh, You reach in, you pull the lever, and you hear seven. The the ceiling drops a little... It's not this one! Okay, I'll try the one across from the first one we tried. I'll hop up as best I can. You pull it, six, and it's falling more. Not this one, Barry! Barry! I'll do the last one. Okay, pull it. Five. It's still coming down. Hmm. Oh fuck! Uh, it, uh, is there any all my good ideas? Is there any way to tell which one is different? There. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm I'm paying attention to the actual faces on mm-hmm. the cobras now. I'm trying to see if there's a difference. If if one of them has like a unique feature. Give me a perception check. Yes. Eighteen. They all look. Pretty much the same. Great. And we're now down to four. Now we're at three. Well, it was a good. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good show. Then no uh, beans. Try to smash it, Barry. You're very strong. Smash what? The wall. All right. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to use an unarmed strike, or what do you want to use? You ram it. Yeah, I'll uh, juggernaut into it. Let's try to ram it. Unarmed you, strike. You've got to use a bad British accent and talk about. Oh, I got to get into this wall. <laughs> Classic juggernaut. Plus space strength. Uh-huh. Plus seven. That's a 15. I mean, you boom into this wall, and you can definitely see that you've you've hit it, and there's a small crack, too.
Oh boy, that gave me the shivers. I don't know about y'all. We'll see what these boys get up to next time on Fables on Tables.